0: Hello once again, and welcome to Light 1031 Podcast, a podcast to help shine the light of Christ and to encourage you in your walk with God. I am your host, Mark Rogers, and today joining us is Jody Tolly, and Jody is a member of Lighthouse Baptist Church, and so we're so excited to have you here with us today, Jody.
1: Oh, thank you for inviting me.
0: Jody, I understand uh, that this is probably a little bit outside of comfort zone for you. Yes. Uh, um, if you know Jody a lot at all, uh, this is... Uh, Stepping out. Um, and I wouldn't say that she volunteered, more volunteered. <laughs> exactly. We <laughs> <laughs> um, you know how ministry works. Uh, Jody, today we're going to start talking about just your quick journey from coming back to Lighthouse. Uh, and really, I think I even have it written on here. Store stepping out in faith and taking on, I don't want to call it a leadership role, but it really is a teaching role of leading a lady's book study here recently. Right. Uh and so I just want us to walk through that really you know, sort of today to help encourage that listener that is, how do I step out? How do I take that next step of faith? And go from just attending to uh no to leading something like a book study or a, a Bible study, Sunday school, whatever it happens to be. Mm-hmm. Uh so that's where we're going to sort of talk today. But first, before we get into that, Jody, give us a little bit about uh, about who you are and then a little bit about your spiritual journey so far
1: so i 'm jody tolly i 'm thirty eight years old've lived here in Jackson County my whole life, born and raised um, outside of work. I um, am a medical assistant here at a local g i office in Silva. And I am the proud mommy of a fur baby, the cutest, uh, <laughs> grinning miniature dash hound you'll ever see. Yes. Um. So my spiritual journey. Um. I attended Lighthouse when we were back in the old Seventh Day Adventist Church. Okay. One of the first ones. Um. I remember being in that. Um church and we were crammed in there like sardines right so um it's come a long way from where lighthouse is now so whenever i was at lighthouse um i had done the praise team sang on the praise team i had taught sunday school children's church and wednesday nights we had pioneer club Um, i taught the teenagers through that um and then i had left lighthouse right and, in between that time of transitioning back, um, I had been to a couple of churches, but never fully thought that I felt um like I belonged there. Okay. I couldn't find the connection that I was used to right. Um, and then a couple of people from Lighthouse had reached out to me and had invited me back, um, Easter of 2021. Um, and if you know anything about me, Easter is my absolute favorite time of the year. Yes. Learning that. So, um, I was like, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll go back to Lighthouse, um, check it out. It'd be good to see, um, some of the old familiar faces. And I walked into Lighthouse that day and it was like walking into home. Right. Um, I feel like I had to take that journey to find my way back home. Right. Um, and I truly feel like I have done that here. Um, I have the connection with old faces and making connections with new faces. Right. Um, it has truly been a journey, but I feel like I had to take that to find my way back. Right. If that makes any sense. Yes,
0: <laughs> yes it does. Uh, one of the things is that we were able to do, because I think Jody was one of our first uh, we actually went through the process of reintroducing you right. to, to the church family. And that was, a, that was a really big step, and that was a really important step, I think, for us, especially for some of our older people who were returning. Right. Uh, that was a big step to help them understand, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm back, and I really want to make this a, a moment to say that I am back uh, in front, for the church family. So Jody, let's fast forward just a little bit to just a couple of weeks ago. At the time of this recording, uh, there just a few weeks ago, Jody led her first book study uh, for for adult women. Yes, here at uh, here at Lighthouse, and uh, we'll we'll put a link in there because the the post is still on on the website, so you can find out a little bit more about it. But Jody. Let's, let's not get too, too far ahead of ourselves, but tell me a little bit about just doing that, doing that study, doing that ministry, if you will. Uh, what got you there? What was it about?
1: So, the story of this, I would have to take you back to last fall. Okay. Um, I'll just be transparent. I think we all have these days of pity parties, and I feel like I was having one, <laughs> and I just was longing for a connection. Right. Um, and I think with COVID nineteen, that took a lot of connection away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with stuff just now reopening, it's hard to kind of get back into the swing of getting those connections back.
0: Right.
1: So, um. I was feeling, I was like, hey, I would really, really love to attend a women's small group. Um, and I went to um, a lady here in our church who, Miss Tracy Salter, who I feel is one of my mentors, even okay. though she tells me she does not deserve that honor. Okay. <laughs> um, I went to her and I was like, Tracy, I really feel like, maybe we should do a women's Bible study. Who can we get to lead this? Right. So we're talking about this, you know, for a couple weeks, and it never really became clear of who we could do this. Um, But I still felt that longing in my heart, we need a women's Bible study. Right. So it was just like something spoke to me. Yeah. Why not you? Yeah. And I was like, wait a second. I don't know about that. Okay. <laughs> Are you sure about this, Lord? Uh-huh. So um, I prayed about it. I went to Tracy, and I was like, we have to find someone to do this. Yeah. Not telling her that this had been on my heart yet. <laughs> it still was not clear. The name of this person is not showing up. <laughs> so fast forward a couple weeks, and this question is still on my heart. Why not you? Right. So I'm like, okay, Lord. I'm going to take this step of faith. Mm-hmm. I have taught children. I have taught teenagers. Right. I know I can bring something to them. Right. I can teach them something. Right. What could I ever bring to a woman who is on their spiritual journey, who has matured way beyond my years? Right. What am I going to be able to bring to them that they can't already bring to me? Right. What am I going to be able to teach them? So, um, that's when I went back to Tracy, and I was like, I think maybe I will do this. She got super excited. She's like, we need to tell Pastor Mark we're doing this. So um, that's whenever I came to you, I mm-hmm. believe on a Wednesday night maybe, and I was like, I think I want to do a women's book study.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, that, that, that's that.
0: <laughs> right, right. Because shortly after that, we, we sat down the curriculum. You found the curriculum. You, you sort of knew what you wanted to do pretty, pretty early.
1: Yeah, so it was a book that I was familiar with. I wanted to do something that I was at least semi-familiar with. Right. Um, and it was a book by Lisa Turquist, who is through Proverbs 31 Ministries. Um, it was on her uninvited book. Um, and the book is based on how to live loved when you feel left out, lonely, um, and less than, which I felt like was a topic that most women could at least at some point in their life identify with.
0: Right. And then uh, if I remember right, you, you sort of already knew about how many weeks it was going to take. Uh, there was a lot of, uh, from a pastoral standpoint, I want the listener to know, I mean, there I had a few ideas, but it was a lot, a lot was already, I won't say it was already in motion, but you sort of already had a lot of it figured out before we ever got yeah to, to a launch date.
1: Yeah. It was something that I'd. Did not want to take lightly. Correct. I wanted to do it correctly.
0: Yes. And I want you to know that's one of those things that, especially for me being a pastor, I so enjoy is that it's, it was already thought through and you were already there. So let's tell, let's tell them the part of the story that I love, which is uh, your very first lesson. Yes. Um, so, so a few things that a listener needs to know, because in case you're not familiar with Lighthouse. Uh, we have a security system here at Lighthouse. I mean, being the pastor, I have access to it. Now I can't hear um, everything that happens, and I can't respond. But it was the morning of the yes. first the first <laughs> lesson, right? Right. Uh, I forget where I was at. I was watching volleyball, probably with Taylor, <laughs> and knew it was going to go well. Knew you had a great sign up, knew, knew the launch. This was the first launch date. And I try to be there for a lot of the, the first launches, but mm-hmm. wasn't able to. And uh, you were just, you were, you were anxious that day. Yes. And then you all of a sudden get this message from, from me.
1: I do. Yes.
0: Just, just breathe. Yes. You're going to be okay.
1: Yeah, so I think I was pacing back and forth thinking, what have I got myself into? There is no way I'm going to be able to pull this off. Um, right. I'm thinking, if we have three ladies show up, that's great. Right. So I was super nervous. I hear my phone buzz because I have it on silent. I look, and yeah, it's Pastor Mark, <laughs> and he's like, just breathe. And at this moment, I knew you were spying on me. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so um, I was like, Thanks. I really feel like I'm going to throw up right now, but yes. thank you.
0: Yes. <laughs> so, yes. uh,
1: and but, it, it was amazing because we actually had 17 women show up that morning. Right.
0: Mm. Right. And that's what I, I mean, I know, I, look, not every ministry gets a great start off, but this was one of them yeah. that it was a really good start. And the, I mean, like with every book study and things like that, you know, numbers ebb and flow. But you had a really good turnout through the it was almost seven weeks, right? Seven, by the it was end seven of seven weeks. Uh, mostly because we had, we had snow or ice one, one Sunday right. uh, or one time, and so we had to move it. But oh, all in all, you had a really good turnout for surpassing your expectations.
1: Yeah, so like I said, I mean, I was in the mindset, if I have three women, that's fantastic. But um, the first, first Saturday morning, we had 17 ladies, and even I think at our lowest, um, we still had like 10, which is right. phenomenal.
0: <laughs> right. So let's now sort of dive into a little bit more of the deeper end of this. How do we encourage a listener, male female, it doesn't really matter, how do we encourage that person who's sitting, how would you encourage that person, Jody, who's sitting there at church and they are in that same boat? Hey, I feel like this needs to happen. And, you know, A, I feel like this needs to happen. B, who, you know, maybe even asking the same question, who should lead this? Maybe even knowing the answer should be them right how would you how would you encourage them to go through some of this
1: um so I can only give you advice from my own standpoint, and for me um I actually think back to actually one of your sermons that you did um has just kind of laid on my mind because it was a sermon where you had the three tables you had okay. the honey, the milk, and the meat yeah. And uh, that sermon just really spoke to me because I feel like we all should be moving to a different table and beyond in our spiritual walk. Um, To get out of your comfort zone, for me, when I think of a comfort zone, I think of like a box. Mm -hmm. And if you put a puppy in there, it's going to grow, but it's only going to grow so much because the box limits it. Right. If you take it out, it's gonna grow to its full potential. And I feel like that's what we have to do with our comfort zones. Mm. We have to get out of that box. Is it gonna be scary? Absolutely. Right. Are you gonna be nervous? Probably. Yeah. But trust me, it's gonna be worth it. Um, I would say pray about it. Um, seek what seek God's, um, will in it and maybe reach out to someone that you trust, someone that can help you pray about it and just encourage you through the whole process. Um, I had so many women just encouraging me throughout the whole process of the book study. Mm -hmm. Um, just knowing that you have someone supporting you through it, um, and knowing that, um, what you're doing, stepping out in faith is what was supposed to happen.
0: right. Right. One of the things that I'd love to add to that then is as you're doing this, what what you sort of talked about is the more that you talk about it, the more, I don't want to say synergy happens around it, but you sort of see it sort of take root in other people too. And it, oh yeah, we do need this. So it's not just a felt need on your individual part. What you're actually talking about is this is a need for many people inside of my, inside of my church family. Right. And then, uh, you know, and then if it reaches outside of the church family, great. And the book study did that.
1: Yeah, we did. I think we had three or four ladies that attended every single week that did not even come here to Lighthouse, which was fantastic.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, the goal was not to have, not, you know. I hate using the terminology, steal. The terminology, no, but it wasn't to steal them, but it was just to encourage other Christian ladies to to do what they are called to do and live, live this out. Whenever you think through this and you talk about worry, let's dive into that just for a second. Is that worry more outside? And, and what I mean by that, did you ever feel... And you can speak bad about me. I'm not here. It's okay. (laughs) Um, Did you ever feel like pressure from from me? Was it pressure from the church? Or was most of your worry just internal?
1: Definitely internal. Okay. I am kind of a little bit of an OCD perfectionist.
0: Okay.
1: I don't want to just do something halfway. I wanted to make sure that I was truly doing this, um, that I was listening to God, and that this is truly what he had wanted for me mm-hmm. um, to lead this and what he wanted for the ladies as well.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, halfway through that study, actually, I think on like week three, I stopped at the end and I was like, listen, is there something that I need to be doing differently? Or are you guys learning? Are you um, enjoying the study? I wanted still that that clarification from right. them that this is going as it should be.
0: Right. Right. And then what was the response from that?
1: They absolutely calmed all the fears I had. They're like, you're doing fantastic. We're right. learning. Um, we're there, I mean, they were learning stuff about themselves. Yeah. Um, I'll share also at the end of the study for me as their leader, I guess the most impactful for me, was that last celebration study. Mm -hmm. Um, I had told the ladies, I said, you know, I have been the one talking for the last six weeks. It's your turn to talk to me. So we went around um, the room, and every woman told me um, at least one thing, some shared more, about how the study did Impact them personally. Right. Um, and they learn stuff about themselves, um, stuff about scripture that maybe was brought out that they had never thought of, mm-hmm. um, which truly it blessed my heart so much to know how much that study impacted them.
0: And, and let's talk just for a moment. You had quite a range of ages. Yes. Different ladies and different, you know, so, um, most of them married, not maybe not all, but most of them were married. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Everything from those that had kids, those that had no kids. Some had grandkids. I'm trying to think if one. I think one of them may have had, have great great grandkids. Um, so this was a a group that had a lot of different dynamics yes. in it. And going back to the idea of it wasn't just teaching people. I, I want to say spiritually younger than you, right? But you know, you're talking about some people who they might if you were to try to gauge it, it might be more, more spiritual and mature. Exactly. But when we're teaching truth and we're teaching from God's Word, the beauty of this is we all can learn and we can all apply this. Yeah. Jody, so let's talk about a little bit what's happened since then. So I know that since since this has happened, Uh, you've had an opportunity to go speak at other places, got an opportunity to go speak over at Truett camp, which was great. I did. Uh, and you you sort of, I don't say you cheated, but (laughs) you, uh, you took, you took a little bit of this lesson and went, went there for that ladies retreat, correct? I did, yes. Um, which I want you to know for the person who's listening to this, that's absolutely okay. (laughs) (laughs) If you learn how to teach something really well, teach it more than once. Right. Um, And then, so you've had an opportunity to go do that. So you've had an opportunity to do some other things. So this sort of has, I don't want to say it's led, but it sort of has, was able to springboard you into some other, other opportunities.
1: It has. And honestly, through those opportunities, um, I truly feel that my heart is in women's ministry, I'm not exactly sure where God wants me at in women's ministry. Mm-hmm. Um that's just something I personally need to pray on. Right. Um but I truly believe that my heart is in women's ministry. Right. I absolutely love it. Just right. the um intimacy of small group and just doing life together. We're right. not meant to do it alone.
0: <laughs> Amen. Amen. And what what I also want to hear, want the listener to hear, especially from a Especially from a pastoral standpoint, is, you know, it, the beauty of this is also being a pastor. I don't have to teach everything. I mean, we're we're Lighthouse is a pretty small church, relatively. Yeah. And this is a great opportunity for, you know, as long as we understand that we're teaching God's word. You know that the opportunity then is just simply go and do it. Yeah. So as we're as we're sort of thinking through this, um, we've talked about stepping out in faith, and we do want to encourage you. We'll probably leave you with the last word of, just go and do. Let's talk really quickly about the relationship because you and I have a great relationship. How would you encourage uh, a listener to, to approach their pastor with this? You know, so you have the idea, you're ready to go, and you know, eventually you gotta go talk to the guy, who's. Send my in charge of all of this. (laughs) (laughs) He's at least responsible for all of it. Whether he's in charge or not is is a different question. Um, What would you encourage them to then do?
1: Yeah, you know, um, I would just encourage them just to reach out to that pastor. You know, say, hey, you know, this is something that I have prayed on. Um, The questions of why not me are not leaving. um, That you feel wholeheartedly that this is something that needs to happen. Definitely reach out to your pastor.
0: Right. So if you're the pastor and you're listening to this, a few things I want to encourage you with. Number one is we are typically praying for someone to step forward. It's, it's one of the constant prayers of our lives, uh, especially in ministry, is because we are called as pastors to train people up to do the work of the ministry, which is what's already in God's Word. When someone does this, number, number one, continue to pray. Pray with them. But then number two, I, I want you to sort of lean into what excites them. Uh, with Jody, it was really great because she already had the book. Um, I think I went and bought it, or I might have already had it. Uh, if you, if people who know me, there's a whole collection of books in my library. Um, I would encourage you to read it. Read along with them. Uh, I forget what Sunday it was. It was like week three or week four or something, something very close to that. Yeah my su- my sermon on sunday morning and your lesson on that saturday uh, were almost mirrors of each other
1: yeah they were <laughs> uh
0: and the great thing about that is not just being a pastor don't you know you don't just get to cheat but you know where they're at it really does help you learn how to minister to a whole a whole group and then the other thing i would encourage you to do is to you know see what what were the, some of the some of the goals, we, you know, we had a goal of what, three? Yeah. Four, five, I forget what, it was a low number. We knew how, we knew how long it was going to be. We had a, we had a action plan in case, you know, winter does happen. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then I would just encourage you to sit back and, and listen. Uh, one of the, the, one of the blessings of my life was on that celebration day. Yeah. Um Being. Being a male, I I try to sit far back in the room or in the kitchen or somewhere else, but just out of out of eyesight sight, but you know within your shot. and just to hear those ladies talk about the blessing this was was to them. That's that really was makes it makes it worth it. Yeah, I mean it was six weeks. Um, did you feel like that was about right for a book study?
1: Yeah, I think it was a a good time It wasn't too long, but it wasn't too short It was about, it was a good
0: Right, Uh, six weeks, and it was actually seven With the the celebration Celebration on the end of it Uh, Do you look forward to doing another one here? I don't know, just relatively soon?
1: So I've actually already been asked this several times from different women. When is your next book study? When's your next Bible study? And um, I think we have actually talked about this too. Um, probably coming up in the fall, um, mm-hmm. give summer off a break um, right. with vacations. Um, and then starting up probably maybe in September after school, right. get started back to where there's kind of a routine. Right. Um, so I'm looking forward to hopefully doing another study sometime this fall.
0: Right. And then uh, if things continue to go forward, then it, it is really starting to du- duplicate it. And, hey, letting other people come in, lead, teach them, and let them, let them start their own. Exactly. That's the beauty of this. I love, I love all this. Jodi, as, as we're closing this down, any last words, any last words of encouragement to that person? Is it just simply, you know, I don't want to say it's Nike, just do it. But is that really where it comes down to?
1: I mean, in all honesty, it is just that simple. Um, it may not feel like it, but honestly, just just go and do.
0: <laughs> right, right. I hope that today, as you were listening to Jody talk through this, if you were sitting there and you're listening, you say, hey, should I do this? I hope the encouragement really is you hear from us is to step out in faith, to go and do, and it'll be okay. Even, even if you fail by human standards. It's okay. Yeah. Um, we want to encourage you to take that next step and to do what God's called, called us all to do. So thank you for listening to Light 1031 Podcast. We hope that today's episode with Jody and her stepping out on faith was an encouragement to you. And we hope that it encourages you to maybe step out on faith into whether that's leading a book study, whether that's starting a Sunday school class, or whether that's going across the street and evangelizing. We hope that it's an encouragement to you. If you like today's episode, you can find out more information, including links and some of the show notes from today at LighthouseSilva.com. Join us next time for another edition of Light 1031. So Jody, thank you for being with us today.
1: Thank you.